Welcome to Swing Theory Golf, the ultimate podcast for the golf enthusiast. I'm your host, Tim McElvana, PGA professional, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my co-host, Sean Klotz, a seasoned PGA professional, as well as over 20 years experience in the golf industry. Join us as we delve into the world of golf, covering everything from swing tips to top-notch golf destinations. We will discuss the greatest golfers of all time and explore the latest golf trends in the game of golf. Get ready to tee off with Swing Theory Golf, your source for all things golf. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Swing Theory Golf. I'm here with my co-host Sean Klotz. Hey golfers, how are you guys doing today? So uh, today we're going to talk about the short game. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, how to practice, where to practice, why people don't practice, um, and just to give you a good broad stroke uh, overview of the uh, short game today. So uh, Sean, in your your 20 years of experience uh, with the short game and, and and mind you, he's a very good putter, guys. Um, what is what are some of the things that you see, especially with the putting setup, uh, that you see that people that average golfers usually get wrong? Um, so, and it's actually it's funny. It's, it's twenty years of experience, but I've been playing since I was thirteen, right? So Correct. it's literally forty years, you know, thirty nine years, whatever you want to call it. But I had the luxury again of of growing up on a par three golf course. Oh wow! You know, which I don't think I, we don't find them around here. No, they, they close down pretty quick you around know? here. So kind of like a little side note, if you've got a junior golfer, if you're, if you're trying to struggle with your short game right now, play the golf course from 150 yards. Go, go tee it up at 150. I know you paid your full money to play a full golf course. But if you're working on short game, work on your short game. So that means, you know, I think I really do attest my chipping and putting abilities to the fact that I grew up chipping and putting a lot because you miss a lot of greens yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's what it comes down to so uh to your question there for putting fundamentals um i think there's there's obviously a ton we can talk about um getting the right equipment is important yes you know literally finding the right um club head that looks good to you so you feel confident when you're about to make a putt Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably a kind of a randomness of how people just buy putters. Correct. You know, and, and there's a putter fitting session that we can do. There's uh, other companies that do, you know, more detailed putter fittings. But getting the right length of the putter, mm. hugely important. Huge. Right? We see a lot of ladies that come in who are five foot five. They're given a putter. By, by their, their husband. husband. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Putter's 35 inches, and I use a 34-inch. You 30, 33. 33. Yeah. yeah. I'm 6'2", you're 5'8", or whatever, right? Uh, I'd so, say probably more 5'6". Okay. Okay. Thanks, thanks for trying. the extra. Yeah. Um, so, um, and then even now I'm going to go, like, today, we never had an option with different putter grips. No. Now, now there's a ton of different putter grip options. Yeah. Um, so the bigger grips give you the option to kind of limit your hands mm-hmm. and, and kind of slow your hands through the impact. Wrist motion, yeah. Yep. Um, so just starting with that, I think that's important to kind of remember the, the fundamentals of, hey, I've got to get the right piece of equipment in my hands yeah. before I can go try to execute whatever I'm trying to do. Um, from, the, from the standard just, you know, stock putting lesson, I'm going to tell the player to probably 50-50 with their weight distribution. Gotcha. You know, stand up pretty tall, a little knee flex, kind mm-hmm. of comfortable. Um, not straight legged. We don't like anything straight. We no, don't like, there, we don't there's like, gotta be a little athletic motion yeah. in, in this game, no matter where it's at. So. Yeah. We don't like tension. Um, and again, even if you go on tour, watch tour players, 
there's a quite a few different varieties of how they're making a putting stroke now. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, the the claw reverse yeah. grip. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. even what do they have? The arm bar now, arm basically. Bar. So yeah. a there's of, a there's a list of all kinds of things. That's it. A lot of different links to putters. Correct. Ricky Fowler played great this summer. Oh, played amazing during the U.S. Open yep. with that putter. I mean, yep. amazing. Uh, and Wyndham Clark won won the U.S. Open with the same putter <laughs> same that he putter. had. So exactly. Uh, yeah. Something to that. Right? Yeah. So don't don't be uh, again. Don't be so tied. It doesn't have to be three four hundred dollars for a putter. Correct. But but go to your local store. You know, this is where Amazon and, and eBay do, don't work. Correct. Correct. <laughs> you you got to feel it. You got to have it in your hands and see it mm-hmm. instead of just buying something randomly off the uh, off the Internet. So um, stance width is usually about kind of shoulder width apart. Okay. Uh, typically, um, again, you know, I, I'd say the biggest thing with stance that I see is square is good. Okay. Open, meaning your left foot. Your, your front foot would be kind of open is 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 a good one too to the target line yeah right? correct mm-hmm. um, but we never see I'm saying that word never we never mm-hmm. see a closed stance putter putt well correct that makes sense yeah yeah right they just can't you can't see the line yeah your eyes is way to the right and you're you're looking back to the left to see your line so it's 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 very tough to to see it that way or if if you're doing it you're you're doing something magical yeah uh again the the only person i know in in history literally golf history that putted well with a closed stance was a guy named bobby Locke, and this is back in the 50s and 60s um but the majority are usually square with their stance we say square with their stance what we mean by that again you know, through a podcast, a little challenging, but you have one line which is coming from the ball mm-hmm. to the target. Correct. Right. We call that the target line. Mm-hmm. That's how we want the putter head to stay on the target line. Traveling on that track. Essentially right. straight back, straight through for a majority of the time. Mm-hmm. If you've got a longer putt, the putter blade on the way back is going to probably arc a little bit yeah. and then arc a little bit on the way through. But then when we want your feet to do, we want your feet to be parallel left is a term that we talk about in full swing and in putting. Yeah. We want them to be uh, horizontally parallel left of that target line. Gotcha. So you, you set up those railroad tracks that, mm-hmm. that my coach talked about when 1984, you know. I think is, they're in pretty much every, uh, you know, golf book there is, you know, get yeah. your feet and get your body, you know, set up to the train tracks yeah. going down the target line yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, full swing and putting, but mostly we'll start st- stick with putting. A fault that we see with players is they might have their feet square, but then their hips or shoulders are offline. Correct. Right. So everything starts from ground up, whether we teach full swing or putting. Mm-hmm. So if you've got your feet square, then your hips should be square, and then your shoulders should be square too. You know, so it's all lined up, all parallel left. Everything stacks on top of yeah. each other, nice and even. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So. Um, grip. I, I think grip. Uh, how, how to place your hands on the club mm-hmm. again pretty generic right now like there's a lot of different ones yeah. that people have um so i don't want to be so specific to say hey your left hand should be on the top of the club and your right hand should be underneath the club it is still probably the con- most conventional grip you'll see of any player just a standard you know left hand on top right hand underneath mm-hmm. some type of connection with your fingers yeah uh, you know um I usually like to feel the pressure in my thumbs, the tip okay. of my thumbs. So, and, yeah. and, and that's just me. Yep. Um, and I'm sure everybody's got a different pressure point on their hands. But for me, I like to feel it just right in the, the center of my thumb. Okay. Yeah. So. so I was 
I'm going to say the word taught, but, but mm. I was taught from a young age to do a reverse overlap grip. Okay. Which uh, I think, you know, for this, this purpose, it might be best literally to go. I know we've already <laughs> badmouthed YouTube sometimes, but go YouTube what reverse overlap grip would look like on a putter. Yeah. Um, to describe it here, essentially, you're, you're essentially taking your uh, front forefinger, your left forefinger, and you're wrapping it alongside your four fingers of your right hand. So both thumbs go on the shaft like you're talking about, yeah. right? Because that's an important contact point yep, for your yeah. thumbs to be on the, on the grip, mm -hmm. straight on the grip. And then that reverse overlap just allows that left forefinger to rest alongside your right fingers. Um, the reason why, uh, I'd, say, I'd say this way, T-Mac, the reason why you don't have the same grip with a full swing club mm -hmm. as you do with a putter, you got two different objects. You got two different objectives. Absolutely. Right? One's control and one's distance. Yep. Right? Yep. So if we can, you know, quote unquote, lock our hands together, somehow some way sometimes people like just the um reverse grip which is the left hand is low yeah right kind of locks that left hand yep. in place for yep. them left keep that face low. square yep um it, again you got to find out what works for you mm -hmm. and if it's not working switch right right <laughs> don't be so locked in literally locked in um yeah, so so I think those are the, the the important things, and then the pressure in your hands is what you kind of touched on. I think with the with the uh, thumbs. Yeah. Right. Um, so do you feel like how, how does that help you like roll the putt? We'll call it or use it the just face? you know when I feel it in the thumbs, it just gives me more of the feedback that I kind of need for um, you know where my start direction is, uh, what my pace is doing uh it just gives me a great feel um i read it years ago uh in in tiger's book how i play golf uh and he said that um and i think he he said that uh, the most sensitive part of the hand is that that center part of the thumb so he always wanted to feel it and I, I said well you know if it works enough for the uh, world's number one golfer i say we uh we try it yeah so yeah so. that's good um yeah we can get into putting and other you know other podcasts we just wanted to give the audience basically like that general overview yeah get the correct club in your hand mm -hmm. at the right length yes with the right grip um set up i like your term athletically yes uh, make sure it's square um ball position real quick yeah ball position where would you put the ball in it for a putter where would they yeah. where would they kind of put that um i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you the question or kind of reverse the question a mm -hmm. little bit is basically um would you would you try to when you're putting correctly do you want the ball to roll on top of the ground or do you want it to go up in the air personally for me i want it to roll uh, as soon as possible i long. want to get that thing as soon as possible for uh so for me um you know basically i'm going to have that ball up in my stance yep. uh, probably about one or two balls off my left heel correct um yep. and um i'm going to make sure that i try to put just a little bit of a forward press to kind of you know yeah. offset a little bit of that but uh really just my big thing is uh one start line making sure i get my start line correct uh, and then making sure i just get that thing rolling end over end as, as quick as possible yeah. yeah you touched on again five great points right there right mm -hmm. like uh, the fact that we'll see players who have the ball position in the middle or stance or back mm -hmm. we just know that that's a descending blow Correct. And now you're descending. We just talked, you know, other podcasts, we just discussed descending blow with irons. Mm -hmm. That gets the ball up in the air. Yeah. So you don't necessarily notice it with a putter because you're not, you don't, your 
putting at three miles an hour, mm-hmm. right? That's not a 70 mile an hour speed type of thing. Correct. So when you have the ball position forward in your stance, that's going to allow the club head to get to the bottom of the swing arc, just yep. like in a full swing. And now you're literally swinging upwards a little bit, which allows the bottom of the face to hit the top of the ball. And that's what's making it roll end, end over, over end. end. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, that's really uh, a key thing. And I think that's a great way to sort of end the putting, you know, uh, the intro to putting, we'll call it great. podcast. Great. So, so uh, once again, I want to say thank you. Um, if you guys have any questions, please let us know. Um, and uh, we look forward to uh, bringing you more content. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and teeing off with Swing Theory Golf. Keep swinging, keep improving, and stay tuned for more exciting episodes. This is Tim McElvain, signing off.